This is Our Point with Zach and Carmen. Morning. Morning. Uh, what a beautiful February morning. Fuck off. It snowed. <laughs> it rained before it snowed. Yeah, same. And then I took the dog out and she was like, how convenient. I can pee right here on the deck and we don't even have to leave the deck because it was covered in snow. I'm like, this is not. Yeah, why do they little bastards do that? And it, I mean, it's been five years and it takes me by surprise every time. Like, it's I'm like, not you know, there's a deck here. Deck. I know. That was annoying. And if Cody shows up today, Cody, my um, inconsistent guy who comes and shovels, I do not have cash. This, the last time he was here, I didn't have cash. And now if he shows up today, I'm not going to have it. But like, did it snow that much? It, it, it snowed a shovel amount. Yes. Oh, he's totally showing up now that he's back. He's that reliable. Um, I, it, it happened to me again, Carmen. It's you bought, you bought another fish tank. No, no, I did not buy another fish tank, although I want to. And I think I have subtly talked to Michael into letting me get another fish tank. So anyways, that's another another story. But Michael was tired and because he had gotten up basically at midnight to like prepare for something from work. So, yes, like that doesn't even make sense to me. But anyway, so he went to bed early. And you need I to did. tell people what time he normally gets up for work for that to make sense. Well, he normally gets up to work at like between 2.30, 3 o'clock, something like that. So midnight get... is like getting up early to work. Yes. So that, that I mean, I think technically he got up around story. like 1 or something, like 12.45. Still, still insane. Still, people are partying at that hour. What are you doing? Um, or so scrolling meant, through TikTok, whatever. Yeah. So that meant we had dinner and he went to bed early. So then, of course, I am filled with all of this free time. What do I, what do I do for the two hours that I go to bed? You know, cause I also like to be in bed by eight. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going, I'm going to target. I'm going to target. Cause I need, I need milk. We don't have milk in the house and I need some milk for my cereal in the morning. And Carmen, all of the impulse buys just went insane. I have decided that I all of a sudden want an air fryer. This, <laughs> I was like, I, I need an air fryer, right? Because quote unquote, I have to get healthy for a wedding. You know, I have to lose weight and you can't be frying foods anymore. Also, I never fry anything. And then I <laughs> so see you want all- to start frying. Food. <laughs> yes, I'm going to start frying things. And then I was like, well, all of these cool recipes are talking about like the vegetables and the things in the air fryer. And I don't have one of those, so I can't be a part of that. And then, so I make my way over to the air fryers. Once I get past the Chip and Joanna Gaines um, section of Target, which is mm-hmm. always a dangerous place. And <laughs> there they are, the wall of air fryers. And now I have so many decisions. So I ended up, of course, buying one. Of course. <laughs> and I got the Ninja Foodie, which is like a pressure cooker, which, by the way, on the, the front of these 
pressure cooker thingies. You can make yogurt in it. Who the fuck is making yogurt at home? It's like a dollar in the store. What are you doing? You can you can also make yogurt in a slow cooker. I've I've looked into it, but it, there were too many steps. Why? Why would people do that? And so, uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Do you have anything why people would do that? Because it seems asinine. yeah. Because uh, we read a book called French Women Don't Get Fat, and in it, she made her own <laughs> yogurt. And I was like, that must be the secret to her success. And then I was too lazy to make the fucking yogurt, so here we are. So clearly it was the secret. Um, and then it has an air fryer component, right? Which you can fry all of the things. And then there was, you know, the, do you get the five quart, the six and a half, the seven, the eight. And this is where I had some restraint, Carmen. Are, are <laughs> now, you, 10 yes. minutes into the story. This was, this is where the restraint came in. Well, it's just two of us. I probably don't need <laughs> the 10 quart air fryer pressure cooker, right? So I I felt like I should get some like kudos for that. Hmm. So I got the six and a half, which seemed responsible, a, a good portion. I think I can cook like a five pound chicken in it in like 30 minutes. So, I mean, bring on the chickens. Um. So anyways, there was like a quick $150 that just like magically vanished because I decided that I needed to get an air fryer. And I'm not going to lie, this morning I have a little buyer's remorse. Like I feel a little bit guilty about it, but I still want to open the box so bad. (laughs) I just want to open it and see how pretty it is in person. So I'll give an update on that. And so then, and then I continued on my shopping adventure because it doesn't stop there. And of course I like Michael's going to be out of town for a few days. Right. And because I am on a diet, um, I bought like, well, I bought frozen pizzas. I bought bread. I bought fruity pebble cereal. (laughs) And like, I went full blown crazy. And then something I saw hit me. And it's something that the gays have been searching for. I found the Lady Gaga Oreos. And they look so pretty in the container. There was like three left. So I bought two packages. That also restraint. Good job. Restraint. And then I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with two packages of Oreos, but why not? And they're the, they're limited edition. Of Yeah. So probably some collectors of items. And I thought like while we were on the podcast, I would open these up and because I haven't opened them yet and to see if they taste like regular Oreos or whether or not they don't. Carmen, why don't you tell them about the TikTok you sent me? Oh, I found a TikTok of a man in New Orleans who did the very similar. Do you remember the story when Zach ran around town looking for the Christmas cups at Starbucks? Oh, yeah, that was a hard day. It was very similar to the man in New Orleans who ran all over town desperately looking for the Lady Gaga Oreos. And he also was like, bitch, I'm on a diet. Yeah, don't <laughs> you know better? Every gay is always on a diet. What are you doing? Oh, it was great. All right, yeah. here we go. He was What's... like, well, he continued to be like, you couldn't do like Lady Gaga carrots. What are you doing? <laughs> Mother monster. Okay, so 
If you don't know, they're inspired by Lady Gaga's latest album, Chromatica, which is a really, really good album. But the Orioles are pink with green oh, yeah. in the middle. Oh, they Okay, are. so it's like, is it going to taste like a regular Oreo? Here yes. we go. Oh, it tastes exactly the same. <laughs> what did you think it was going to taste like? <laughs> like confetti and rainbows in my mouth. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's so weird, but so delicious. So not only is it beautiful, but they taste the same. Well, and obviously you bought milk, so it sounds like you're oh. you're all set up. Lady Gaga really does make everything better. It was funny because when you bought her album, you had the choice to like get fun things with it. So you could buy like pink jock straps with her albums and panties. Um, it was lovely. I actually don't think I got anything. I think I just got, I think I got the clear album. Ooh. So anyways, that is what I got for you all as an update. We, we tasted the Lady Gaga Oreo. And if you see them, buy them because <laughs> some gay man is trying to come and get them and he is on a diet. So don't let him get them. Because I got two packages. Uh, I can't wait you... till Michael finds out what I bought. <laughs> Both packages up in your office? <laughs> no, they're in the pantry hidden. I also bought graham crackers. I fucking love graham crackers. So that was my, that was my target adventure. Wow. I... Uh, you're gonna have to talk to my talk to my sister about her air fryer recipes because she also loves her air fryer. Oh well, maybe I'll keep it then. Yeah, you. Uh, she made us all chislic on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a good idea. With the homemade honey mustard dipping sauce, it was a delight. Mm. So, I don't. I don't. My. I. I don't have enough counter space. When you put it in a cupboard when you're not using it. Oh, yeah, because I have so much cupboard space. You have an entire basement that's like 10 steps away. It's a true fact. Uh, We, I never know who goes first, and we didn't discuss it ahead of time. You go first, Carmen. Okay. It's a Thursday. I want to Are you drinking from a cool coffee mug? We're forgetting all the things. Um, I'm not. It's, It's winter. It's cold. And I don't want to keep running downstairs, so I'm. I still have the travel mug with the pretty bison sticker on it. Apparently, we all have um, to and get then the cool coffee mug thing again. I okay. will get there, and then also I'm really into these Premier Protein little protein drinks in the cafe latte flavor. So I had another one of those this morning. I bet you I could make those in my pressure cooker. I you could make it into yogurt. You'd have latte flavored yogurt, hmm? probably. All right, tell me what you're reading. I am. Super, ex- well, let's see. I should start with, um, it's the Super Bowl, Sport Bowl is happening. Oh. Yeah, yep, yep, go, yep. Go sports. Go sports, yay. Because um, when you think Carmen, you think football. Well, you are the sports reporter. I'm pretty sure I'm the sports reporter, exactly. So yeah. this is from Reuters. So Oof. serious news. Uh, it's called Laugh, but not too hard. New Super Bowl Advertisers Keep It Light in Pandemic by Sheila Dang and Uday Kumar. Mm. And I saw something similar to this on CBS this morning, yesterday, and it just kind of talks about the Super Bowl ads, which 
that's why we all watch it. So it's really like the ad bowl. And they were kind of previewing what advertisers are looking at this year and how some advertisers are sitting out completely like Budweiser. It's the first time there's not going to be a Budweiser ad in 35 years because it's kind of like bringing back SNL after 9-11, right? Like Mm -hmm. we want to, we want to laugh, but you don't want to be in any way insulting or make light of the fact that over 400,000 Americans have died obviously more worldwide and how do you try do you try and strike the right tone or do you sit it out so there are several brands sitting it out which means there are several new brands that are coming in um like scott's green law no scott's miracle grow and um huggies are new and um so even though budweiser is out Anheuser-Busch, which owns them, is actually uh, striving. And it sounds like they have a pretty cool ad talking about like connection and like two people got laid off and one's like, come on, I'm going to buy you a beer and and um, kind of looking at those are the things that we miss so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. And then they also are trying to bring in some celebrities that it sounds like are comforting to us. And so there's a big picture of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey as they've recreated their Wayne's World characters and their Wayne's World like basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks, and then Cardi B is down there uh, in their little music show. So because everybody does fun. enjoy Cardi B, as crazy as she is, <laughs> she is com- weirdly comforting. I don't know why, but <laughs> she just is. Um, I saw a short clip with Matthew McConaughey and some Doritos. Everyone mm-hmm. uh, feels good about Doritos. There's supposed uh, to be something with um, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, right? Isn't there supposed to be some? Oh, fun? I have not seen that one. They were. I'm, it, to that. I'm not going to hijack your article, I promise. But oh, there was other stories where they came up and said that she has been offered obviously a bunch of Super Bowl commercials over the years. And she always turns them down because she has to play like the, the hot Slut, girl yeah. in them. Hot beer and girl. she doesn't want to do that. But she talked about how they came to both her and Ashton Kutcher to do the Super Bowl ad. And she said she didn't even read the script. She was like, honey, it's a two day vacation away from the kids. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and so they took the Super Bowl commercial literally. So it could be a two way, two days away from the kids during the middle of the pandemic. And then she's like, I feel a little bit guilty about it, but like, not. But I don't. So, so anyway, that was just a lovely story. I don't know what their thing's going to be about. Oh, it's funny. Um, well, DoorDash is also one of the new ones, and they are going to have Big Bird and Grover and uh, use the children's show inspiration to focus on the impact of neighbors and local businesses. Um, I think Uber Eats is actually kicking off a major campaign to support local restaurants. Mm. So it just is, it was interesting to see the difference on how people are, or how companies are looking at their brands and, um, cause you know, throughout the whole pandemic that has been kind of interesting, like who really hit the mark and who was like, uh, that's really tone deaf. So, well, I think there also is a component to this that 
speaks to the just the amount of money that these organizations have, right? When you hear that people are spending $20 million for a 30-second commercial right now, um, it's not a good narrative when a lot of us have taken pay cuts and or lost your job, or we hear members of Congress saying that they can't afford to give us $2,000 checks because now we're worried about the deficit again. And so, I mean, we continually hear that, of course, the people that were already super rich in these corporations made a killing during the pandemic. They've seen record profits and all that stuff. So again, to go out and spend tens of millions of dollars on a TV commercial actually makes me hate you a little bit more at this point. So be smart Well, about the it. average price for a 30 second ad this year is 5.5 million. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And, but I mean, that's kind of, that's the deal, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's worth it to them to spend all of this money so we buy we continue to buy doritos because (laughs) we're all we continue to buy doritos and beer trust me when i say you do not have to advertise these items i will still buy them (laughs) yes exactly no that's great that's great i um have been a little outraged by a particular story um and so this article comes from the daily news Um, by Essie Cup, who I actually adore. She's a conservative commentator on CNN. She used to be on MSNBC and Fox News. Anyway, I think she's lovely. But she had an opinion piece titled, Spit on her for revealing her trauma. Bitter partisan reactions to AOC are proof American politics has lost its way. So a few days ago, AOC, I I think it was like an, an Instagram live or something like that, and was like talking through basically this like post-traumatic stress that she is going through following the insurrection at the Capitol where people were literally searching and yelling for her name to kill her. And she also, during the, the po- uh, this post talked about, you know, previous sexual assault and how this is kind of like re-triggering those same feelings and you're hearing the same thing. Um, and it was real, it was a really beautiful honest, I think, insight into her and that she was just willing to air it out there. And I think she is going through what I would think any of us would go through if something like this happened to us. And again, how you, how she's just not able to move on from it. And quite frankly, I don't know how any of our members of Congress are able to quickly move on to it like this didn't just happen. So without going into too much details about that, of course, it was immediately she was hit with criticism and again just i mean the same thing that happens anytime a woman or somebody comes forward with either sexual assault or abuser they all just come at her with you know emotional manipulation where it's you know she's being told to move on to and SE Cup goes on to say that they're using the same tactics that every other abuser who just tells you to move on is using, right? To just pull yourself up by your boot. It wasn't that bad, right? And Katie Porter, who we have talked about in this podcast a lot, um, a congresswoman from California, talked about what happened in that day was, of course, the office building that they were in was also like broken into and they were searching for members of Congress. And 
they so she was told to escape and she apparently like went and like knocked on Katie Porter's office door with one other staffer and was like, can I come in and hide in here? And Katie was like, sure. Like, of course you can like, blah, blah, blah. and she says that AOC like is normally incredibly polite and personable. And they obviously they know each other. And Katie said that she like, wasn't even, it wasn't even like she was present. She's like, she was scourging all over her office, opening cupboard doors, you know, looking underneath things. Um, and finally Katie was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm looking for a place to hide. And so eventually, you know, Katie Porter was trying to be kind of light and being like, don't worry about it. Like I'm a single mom. Like I got this. We have so much food and things in this, in this office that like we can live here for a month basically. And none of that was obviously registering with AOC, but she was in, they ended up barricading her and Katie Porter in their bathroom, in their office. And, you know, she, you know, tells, they can hear people in the hallway because of course these are not like, you know, modern day insulated walls, but you can hear people yelling like, where the fuck is she? Where's AOC? We're going to get her yada, yada, as they're trying to find these specific members of Congress. And somehow it gets brought up that this is where I'm a mom, blah, blah, blah. And AOC looks at her and is like, I hope I get to be a mom and I don't die today. And then AOC looks down and she realizes that Katie Porter is wearing flats. And she's like, she just kind of says in her, under her breath, Katie says like, I knew I shouldn't have worn heels today. I knew I shouldn't have worn heels today because now how am I supposed to run? And to the point where they like found some staffer had like extra pair of tennis shoes that they put on her. So she could at least feel like if she needed to run, she could run. So again, incredibly traumatizing. I don't know how you wouldn't be traumatized by this. Um, And then you see all of these people that are saying like, only AOC can make the Capitol riots about herself. Members of Congress lie, including AOC, especially AOC. All this tells us is that AOC is not emotionally prepared to be in Congress or any other form of leadership. She just wants to be coddled. And it is mind-blowing to me that people are so just inept to be like normal people. I don't know. It, It was so... Heartbreaking. And Essie Cup goes on to talk about like the rioters who broke into the Capitol were literally shouting, hang Mike Pence. Women literally went looking for Nancy Pelosi saying, shoot her in the fucking brain. Um, the ma- a man beat a police officer with an American flag. Another person beat a police officer with a hockey stick. People cried murder the media. Um, I mean, like people's real lives were, <laughs> were in jeopardy. And of course, these people that were doing this weren't thinking about moms and dads, daughters and sons, grandparents. Um, and it's just fascinating. And I'm sure some people have also seen that, you know, they AOC tweeted something about like a support of some specific legislation. And Ted Cruz commented on it and was like, I can get behind you and we can do this together. And AOC <laughs> responded back with like, that's great, but I'm actually not working with people that literally told people to murder me. Like last week. So yeah. fuck off. 
fuck off. So again, as we see all of these different comments, I mean, I'm AOC is going to continue to be uh, a lightning rod for, well, frankly, because the Republicans made her one and they want her to be one. Um, I, I think we have to take these members of Congress's viewpoints or experiences of about this incredibly seriously. I mean, this, imagine you having your house ransacked and people yelling and screaming that they're trying to find you and fucking kill you. I'm pretty sure you'd be messed up in the head. Um, and also we shouldn't move on from these situations. There should be consequences. So, well, there should be consequences, but also like it, it just, it happened less than a month ago. Yeah. And you know, when we look at the same people who are like, move on, unity, blah, blah, blah. Um, how much time did we spend on Benghazi? Mm-hmm. How much time did we spend on fucking Hunter Biden's laptop? Uh, no, I will not move on. Second of all, if you're one of these people who like doesn't believe someone like AOC when they they talk about their uh, how they were attacked or they don't believe that it's that bad or that you don't believe them when they say that they were sexually assaulted uh that's fine whatever you do you but y- somebody you know was mm-hmm. also sexually assaulted and when they hear you call that person a cunt or oh wait that was the one word we were not supposed to use on this podcast well we're already past that um anyway your friend hears you you're you if you have a daughter um who at one point may be sexually assaulted because like one in three college women are sexually assaulted while they're in college uh they're not going to tell you they're not going to come back and and tell you this um because you have shown yourself to be a complete asshole and not worthy of of that. So I want well, you to think about that. The when part that's also interesting really about this not believing, we all fucking watched this on television as yes. it happened. We oh, saw God. the people um, putting up a noose and asking and saying, hang Mike Pence. We saw these people. And they actually like Mike Pence, or they did yes, until like did. two weeks before. Until Trump told them not to like him. I mean, we saw people hit police officers with flagpoles and hockey sticks. I mean, we saw all of this. So not to believe her is pure insanity. Um, and again, I, I just want to close it out because I think SE Cup does a good job of kind of sign, summarizing this about just like the overall moral rot. And she says, this is the kind of unconscious, unconscionable moral rot that has affected America deep in its core. It is our partisan politics, our self-destructive culture wars, our hysterical media, and our addiction to hate. It is in the reactions to AOC's moving account of her trauma to, quote unquote, move on, she's lying, she just wants attention. Is it impossible to separate her politics from her person? And I think that's a really, I mean, I think that's good for all of us, right? Because I also hate Mike Pence, but his recount and his trauma of seeing a noose and people saying they're going to hang them is horrific and people should face the consequences of that. I would like to think that I am able to, for most folks, besides, you know, like Ted Cruz and Donald Trump, like to separate the politics from the person. Um, And when people are giving these real accounts of their trauma, you have to just, if you don't believe them, just keep your fucking mouth shut. Shut up. 
yeah, don't talk. So anyways, <sighs> more coffee. So in addition, February is jam packed with it really is important things because we talked about National Heart Month mm-hmm. and Children's Dental Health Awareness Month. Also, the Ad Bowl. It's also Valentine's Day, Zach. Oh, yeah. And you and I have spent a couple of Valentine's days together. Uh, have when you, you have been my Valentine on. Yep. On more than one occasion. But you and I have never gone to Lowe's. But this year, 50 lucky couples will have a night of lowmance. According to the USA Today. The headline is Valentine's Day at Lowe's. 50 couples will win a, quote, night of lowmance date. Plus, there's a virtual event for all by Kelly Tycho. And this is very, very clever. And it really tied into my, my Super Bowl article about ads as well. Like, some of these brands are really, like, taking, they're thinking about how to market and how their product fits into the pandemic. And we've all been stuck at home watching HDTV. Mm-hmm. We've all been wandering around our houses doing the inspiration walk. Like, mm-hmm. how can I do that? There's been a huge, huge um, surplus of folks doing a lot of home improvement. And so Lowe's was like, Uh, Even though, as they say, the most loving relationship can be tested by a major renovation product (laughs) project, uh, we're going to we're going to do it. So they're doing the light of night of lomance Um, and it's 10 stores um, and some of, quote, America's most romantic cities. (laughs) They will have an after hours in-store experience. Uh, They're going to paint a canvas together and um, looks like they're. Uh, going to obviously get dinner and it's it's this DIY energy and a, a way to kind of make a make an interesting twist on it so if you do not live in one of you, the 10 cities um, which are nowhere close to us which is Milwaukee is, is the us. closest um yeah Denver Chicago um Milwaukee is one of America's most romantic cities. I I feel like a lot of this is bullshit on the most romantic cities. (laughs) Like Palm Beach, Florida, Jacksonville. Nobody goes to Jacksonville. Um, Uh, Anyway, you can sign up at Lowe's um, by February 7th if you'd like to take part in their pre-Valentine's Day virtual event. And uh, at that point, the uh, chef is going to teach everyone how to make a charcuterie board and a themed mocktail um that's great i feel like this is something my parents should do (laughs) except we are not a lowe's family um Mm -hmm. but if they were i mean they would still partake in this i mean i feel like they have menards dates every sunday morning so (laughs) and then they have i feel like my entire childhood so this this is fitting i wonder if michael would like this I'm sure Michael would like this. All right. Although um, you have until February 7th to sign up. Yeah, We're busy. We're busy on Valentine's day. So uh, the virtual event is on February 13th. Yeah. We're, we're on a plane. 
we're on a plane that day. But if I wasn't, I'd be going, I'd be going to Lowe's. Charcuterie board for all. All right. That's well. great. Okay. I <laughs> was uh, not working and trolling through the internet. Mm-hmm. And I haven't like, do you remember when BuzzFeed was like the thing? It was like the spot for all the stuff. I feel like it's done? lost. Are we done with BuzzFeed? I, I like, feel like I it's know. lost a little bit of its lust, right? Like it isn't as popular. It's still good, but not as like, let's spend half of our day on BuzzFeed. Well, I feel like because BuzzFeed moved into news and it's not just listicles, which or quizzes. Like it used to be, you, you could so sit there and quizzes. take a BuzzFeed quiz for hours. Yes. What okay. dipping sauce am I? Yeah, yeah. So I saw this and I thought it was hilarious because I, I think based on our demographics of what I see of our listeners, most of us, even if you don't want to admit it, are millennials. Um, and Carmen, I think you're technically a millennial. I'm not technically a millennial. I was born in 1979. I am a Gen Xer. So you're, but you're like a year off, right? Is that what it is? Oh, I'm like, yeah, six months off. Six months <laughs> off. Okay. So anyways, now that you have to be a millennial to understand these, but I thought they were hilarious. So I'm going to try and describe some of them because of course you cannot see what I'm looking at, but I'm going to use my radio abilities to talk about these memes that I saw. Okay. Carmen, are you watching with me? Yeah, we're going to start at the top. Did you tell them what it was called so they can look it up? Oh, sorry. It's titled 32 Pictures That Will Make Every Single Millennial Have an Extra... (laughs) Existential Crisis. Thank you. Existential (laughs) Crisis by Dave Stopira. Okay. So it starts off with a girl, you know, the meme of the girl with her grandma who's using a walker. And the grandma goes, Netflix used to come in the mail. And the granddaughter goes, sure, grandma, let's get you to bed. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess we're that old. Number two. Uh, I need to point out, stop. So uh, our friend Brett Hoffman. Yes. Was, I don't know, he's in between our, he's closer to my age, but. Yeah, um, I would say he's late 30s. But I would say within the last two years when I have spoken to him, he still gets Netflix in the mail. Yeah, I don't know. And how I was that like, happens. excuse me, you do what? And he was like, well, yeah, CSI Miami, like it's not on their streaming. And he also had some figure, like some amazing astronomical number of other people who still get Netflix in the mail. Like that was wild to me. It was wild. Carry on. Okay, number two. One of the students really wrote a sentence that begins with in the late 1900s. And I had to reread it three times to realize what the heck was going on. My feelings are hurt. I've seen this several times on the internet recently. And it was like the late 1900s. That was oh, like shit. two years ago. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. It goes, you, 40 years ago, me. Ah, so 1960. You, no, 1980. Me, no. It's like, oh, yeah, that hit you. There's a picture of one of the old TVs, a small TV with the dials on it, of course. And she goes, I asked my sister's daughter what this is. And she said, it's a microwave. It's so sad. It does kind of look like a microwave. Also, (laughs) your sister's daughter is your niece. Yes. Yes. Um, 
that does drive you me think crazy. they're funny i'm just gonna critique people's that's fine okay i'm gonna skip some that aren't funny oh, but... i was like are we gonna go through all of no these? i saw this one that was great cashier at the supermarket cashier may i see your id for the beer me sure holds up license cashier okay cool so i i see the one me the one the cashier yeah the one at the beginning of your birth year oh my god that i never thought about that either like it's now 2021 like as long as you have a one in front of your birth year they don't care anymore that's insane to me um do you did you look at any of these you're not being very engaging or laughing. You're just, it's a podcast. You're gonna, the, Cody's here. He rang the doorbell. Lola's going crazy. I was muting it because I assumed that you would keep talking. <laughs> oh, well, do you want to go talk to Cody? This is going to be part of the pod. I I don't actually really want to go talk to Cody. Okay. He's going to have to come back. It's fucking before eight o'clock. That is true. That is true. This is the one that I'm going to end with because I feel like this hits on you. Absolutely devastated to learn that Dad Rock album has Avril Lavigne and Sum 41 on it. Um, that is not a meme. It is just a fact. So apparently now, <laughs> now that's what I call Dad Rock has Avril Lavigne and Sum 41 on it. That's how old we all are. It's uh, just sad. I all of these are great. great album. I, I probably would really enjoy it. I gave my son my old iPod and he said, daddy, I don't like it because it doesn't work in here. He was trying to make use it as a touch screen and didn't know that it has the old wheel that you used to have to circle around to utilize. Oh I liked number 12. The um, we used to pay 10 cents per text message. Oh, totally. <laughs> and the teenager was like, that's you're lying. That you're lying. Lie. No, that was a real thing. And I got in lots of trouble by my parents as a result of that. <laughs> I, I imagine that you did. Um, there was a computer room in my house. Um, and without revealing your actual age, something you remember, you told a younger person that they wouldn't understand. I'm sure people don't understand that, that we used to have like legitimate computer rooms or a spot, a dedicated spot where the computer was. Yeah. Or like it had to be in like the living room. So you could like, your parents could keep an eye on you. Totally. Um, I'm going to end with this one. Maybe it's just Generation Z in me, but like, how did people burn CDs? Like, did you just get a blank CD and put songs on it? And the person respond, there are people alive who don't know how to burn CDs. I'm fucking old. It's like, I liked the, my daughter just asked why we hang up the phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Well, and it's the other thing, too. Uh, this is not part of this article, but I always like it when you are miming as part of your story or whatever about someone rolling down the window. Yes. Like everybody still universally makes the crank motion. Yeah. Even though uh, no, most people don't have the crank, but. Or never it, even saw the crank. To make the like pushing the button motion, it doesn't fully explain how you're rolling down the window. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so, anyways, I guess if you just... need a good chuckle, go go look at this. I mean, it's we're great. We're, There's a we're bunch old. more. Idiot. The th the floppy disk where it says, <laughs> "I mean, the you know, a kid saw this and it was like, oh, you 3D printed the save icon.' Oh my it's god. Like, oh. Yeah. I guess I never noticed. This might sound dumb that the save icon is a floppy disk. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, but 
It was so traumatizing. Do you remember those like carriers we had where we had like the little Rolodex for all of our floppies to go into? Yes. Why? Yes, I do. And how traumatic it was if something wouldn't like your the film broke in your floppy disk or it wasn't large enough to save all the things you wanted to save on it. And like what happened to all of that information that we thought was so important? It's just I, gone I have now. No I don't know how you get it at. back. It's in the same spot that all of my jump drives are in now. Mm. At least a jump drive you could still access. Yes. As long as it, the the floppy disk, I, is there a special company that you'd have to take it to? And you're like, listen, Harold's? I don't know. <laughs> I really want to know what's on this. Yeah, exactly. And then you find out it's just like one, you saved a, something from Microsoft Paint on it. And you're like, oh, lovely. <laughs> Microsoft Paint. <laughs> All right. Any parting thoughts over there? Yes, I did want to update everyone on my giving blood adventure, my blood donation. Oh, yeah, because you ate steak for a week, basically. I, I ate steak five times in three days. I also threw in some spinach, and I was successful. My iron level was high enough to donate blood on Tuesday. So now I am awaiting because with your blood donation, they test your blood for COVID antibodies, as I've mentioned before. So I'm just waiting for that to come back and tell me it's negative because it, I, mm-hmm. I assume it will be, but still exciting. It is exciting. Um, my parting thought is about the Saint Dolly Parton. There was mm-hmm. a couple of articles mm-hmm. about her um, this week that I didn't pick because I think it's plenty to see, but it come to find out Trump administration asked her twice for the presidential medal of freedom. And she like turned them down both times. She quote unquote had decent excuses, right? Like her husband was sick and then COVID mm-hmm. But I'm secretly hoping it's because Dolly just is like, I do not want Donald Trump to give me the Medal of Freedom. Um, so hopefully Joe Biden does that here soon. Um, and then also, well, and you- then I did read though that she isn't sure if she was going to take it from Biden because then it looks really political. And I was sure. like, Dolly, we don't care. We don't care. Just do it, Dolly. Um, and then also another Dolly news. You know, she gave the million dollars to save all of us by mm-hmm. providing mm-hmm. funding for the research of the vaccine. And she, unlike a bunch of other rich people, hasn't jumped in front of the line. She hasn't gotten her COVID shot yet. And she talked about like, I didn't donate the money so I could like get into the front of the line. I did it because it was the right thing to do. And I'm just waiting my turn until it's my turn like everybody else. I was like, everybody should be like Dolly Parton. She also is having a um, Super Bowl commercial, uh, nine to five um, or five to nine commercial. So anyways, Dolly's amazing, but I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Our Point. To stay up to date and for links of the articles that we discussed in this podcast, join us on Facebook and Twitter at Our Point Podcast. If you have articles that you would like us to discuss, feel free to tag us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can also email us at ourpointpodcast at gmail.com. 